all I can stand And I can't stand no more For it's now time to eat your spiritual spinach Which is the word of God And shut this racism down Coming up next on It's in the word
Good afternoon and welcome to It's In The Words, a weekly program designed to show you that whatever you're going through, whatever questions you may have, the answers as well as the solution is indeed found in the Word of God. I am your host, Kenyatta the Preacher, and I'm so glad you tuned in. I've been praying that you have been staying safe and is doing well. Also praying that your family has been staying safe and been doing well also. For prayer changes things. For the prayers of the righteous is powerful and effective. You know, when you pray, not only you place yourself in position to be blessed by the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, but you also give yourself an opportunity to receive much needed instructions from the Most High. And God really wants to give you instructions. God doesn't want you wandering around in confusion. Nah, God wants you to have peace. Peace in your home. Peace on your job. Peace in your finances. Peace in your marriage. And the ever popular, peace of mind. You know, there's a great number of millionaires out there that have testified and said they will give everything they have away, everything, just for a little peace of mind. The same peace that the Bible said that you can have for free. Jesus said in John 14, 27, I will give you my peace. He's not going to charge you for it. Hallelujah. All you got to do is just make the connection. And it all starts with the power of prayer. And speaking of prayer, I'm going to ask my co-host to please open us up in prayer. I'm going to play a little music. And we're going to get into our topic today. So, Samantha, can you please open us up in a word of prayer? Why, yes, I can. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, Lord God. We thank you for doing exceedingly and abundantly great things in our lives, Lord God. We thank you for pouring out the windows of heaven and blessing us, Lord God. We thank you for allowing us just to receive your power, Lord God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We pray that we can do all things through Christ who continues to strengthen us. Your name be praised in everything that we do. Name of Jesus Christ, amen. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. It's been too hard living, but I'm afraid to die. Cause I don't know what's up there. Beyond the sky It's been a long A long time coming But I know A change gonna come Oh, yes it will Hello, my brothers and sisters. 
This is Pastor Bullock of the Canaan Baptist Church of Delaware, sending you greetings and encouragement to our congregation and to the public at large. As you are well aware, we are in a pandemic in this world as relates to the coronavirus. Please have a plan. Please do not panic. And please keep your eye on God and your hand in his hand. A word of encouragement today. During this pandemic, there's a lot of language, new rules. And one of those new rules of engagement is called social distancing. To keep six feet away from another person, wash your hands, to limit contact, uh, do not uh, rub your face, etc., etc. All of these new rules of engagement are on the Center of Disease Control's website, cdc.org. And the information is on our website, canaanbcde.org. Govern yourself accordingly. Secondly, as relates to social distancing, know that God has not distanced himself from you nor should you distance yourself from God. I repeat, God has not distanced himself from you, and neither should you distance yourself from God, your faith, your family, and of course, the Word of God. Speaking of the Word of God, finally, the Word of Jesus said in Matthew, Lo, I am with you always even to the end of the age, which says God has not distanced himself from you. Additionally, he said, I'll be with you always. He promised never to leave nor to forsake you. Thank you. God bless you. As always, this is Pastor Bullock. Keep the faith. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. And Father, we thank you for the reminder of your word, Heavenly Father, if we will just humble ourselves, God, as your people, Heavenly Father, as humanity, Lord. God, in the name of Jesus, with you being the first Father in our lives, God, if we would just submit ourselves, submit our ways, plans, and flesh unto you, Heavenly Father, our land, our lives, Heavenly Father, will be healed in the name of Jesus. Father, you are the one God that establishes father our footsteps. You're the one heavenly father that brings about healing father. And we thank you for healing through the death, burial and resurrection father of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Heavenly father, symbolically for the tree of life, God life, everlasting heavenly father in the name of Jesus. We have that hope God with you in the name of Jesus one day, heavenly father in God, in Jesus name, 
name, I pray that you remind, especially those of the household of faith, God, your word, as you said in scripture, heavenly father, if we would just humble ourselves and those of, of us that are called heavenly father, your name, the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, Lord, you can't deal father with pride, heavenly father. We've got to come humble father in the name of Jesus. We've got to repent father. We've got to confess heavenly father our sins and seek your face, Heavenly Father, no matter how daunting the task, God, no matter how long we've been in the situation, no matter how long we must go, Father, Lord, we must endure God to the very end. And if we endure, Father, hardness as a good soldier, Father, and if we humble ourselves and obey you, Father, if we turn from our sin, God, by repenting from a sincere heart, in the name of Jesus, you will heal those things that are dead. You will heal those things, God, that need to be resuscitated, God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, God. Those things, Heavenly Father, that may hold us back, Heavenly Father, from reaching, God, our fullest potential in you, God. Father, you'll heal it. You'll heal the brokenness, God. You'll heal the sadness, Heavenly Father. You'll heal the wounds, God, in the name of Jesus. You'll heal the anger, God, the misunderstandings, God, the mistreatment, God, the division in the name of Jesus, Father, Lord, in that sin, God, that thinking sin, Heavenly Father, that lurks and lingers, God, you will heal marriage, Father, you will heal finances, God, you will heal Heavenly Father, God, you will heal ministries, God, you will heal businesses, Heavenly Father, you will heal, God, your people in the name of Jesus, so that we're not bleeding, God, and broken, Heavenly Father going through the motions, pretending all is well, God, when we want to give up, Heavenly Father. God, in the name of Jesus, help God, those that may be weak today, Heavenly Father, God, those that may be weary in the name of Jesus, increase their strength, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, by your power and spirit, through the Holy Spirit right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, increase them in knowledge, power, and wisdom, Father, increase their faith in the name of Jesus. Faith got the size of a mustard all they need. And if they have faith, God, there is no room for doubt, but God, those that may be a little shaky in their faith, God, all is well. If they seek you, Father, and repent and turn and humble themselves, God, you promise to heal of Jesus. God, pride cannot tear in your sight. We've got to come humble. So, Father, I thank you for humility, Father. Thank you for stopping by the houses, God, of whoever, God, this broadcast before, Father, the prayer before in the name of Jesus, wherever they are, whatever they're doing, Father, touch them, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ and dispatch your angels, Father, to their aid, Father, in Jesus Christ's name. We declare and decree divine healing in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Now, if you just tuned in, you've been listening to It's In The Word, a weekly program designed to show you that whatever you're going through, whatever problems you may have, is all found in the Word of God. Now, as I said in the top of the show, we got to shut this racism thing down. And how do you shut racism down? 
uh, unseen force that lurks in the hearts of evil men? I mean, where do you hit racism? I mean, you can hit the racist, and I don't advocate that you do that, but that's not hitting racism. You know, I remember playing a game back in the day, Mike Tyson Punch-Out, and there was a character on it named King Hippo, and he was so hard to beat. He had a defense that was so hard to penetrate, and for the longest time, I couldn't beat him until I found out where to hit him. Basically, what you had to do is hit him in his belly, and then the shorts would fall down, and then you kept hitting him and hitting him and hitting him, and then he would fall down looking all stupid. Wouldn't it be great if we can hit racism and have it fall down and look stupid while it's falling down? That would be wonderful. But where do you hit racism? I mean, where do you hit it? You hit it in his pocket. That's where you hit racism. You know, if you know anything about history, you know the Klan was hurt more by people suing them than people protesting them. Boycott the bums. That's what you got to do. That's how you hit racism. You give them the one-two combination of protesting and boycotting. Protesting will hit them in the jaw, and boycotting will give them an uppercut to the gut. Hallelujah. Now, racism is not just in your police departments, but it's in all walks of life. So you got to be willing to shut it down wherever it rears its ugly head. That university that don't care about Black Lives Matter, shut it down. Don't go to it, don't attend it, don't enroll in it. Don't let your kids go to it, shut it down. No matter how good the professors and the teachers are, you're going to have to shut it down. That athlete who wants to continue to hold on to that anthem that celebrates the slaughter of slaves, shut him down. Don't buy his jerseys, don't go to his game. In fact, if he's not playing against your team, don't even watch him. Turn the station, don't even watch him. Shut him down. To my African-American sisters who are being followed around in the stores that sell hair products, shut it down. Stop buying from the people who are side-eyeing you when you enter that place. But truth be told, they don't want you there anyway. They want your money, but they don't even want to deal with you. That's why they'll hire someone who looks like you to communicate with you, because truth be told, they don't even want to deal with you. Shut them down. Boycotting and protesting. It goes hand in hand. Now, last week, we were looking at a few different versions of the Bible, and particularly the Song of Solomon, the first chapter, verse 5. And we saw that they all did not compare. We saw that one translation had the word black, and another translation actually had the word dark. Now, to be fair, let me give you a brief overview of the translation method. For there are two translating methods that are currently used when translating the Word of God. You have formal equivalence and you have dynamic equivalence. Now, formal equivalence is a word-for-word translation. Now, when translators use the word-for-word method, they are literally translating word-for-word from language to language. And that's what the translators of the King James Version did. They went word-for-word from language to language. And then you have dynamic equivalence. And dynamic equivalence is basically a thought-for-thought translating method, which gives translators the liberty of saying, this is what I think, or this is my idea of what I believe that the Word of God is saying. Now, sadly, you had some translators back in the day that didn't think highly of some people. So when they translated the Word of God, they did it according to the way that they were thinking, which was flawed. And that's why you have so many crazy versions of the Bible out there right now. Some things are added in and some things are taken out. 
just like the first chapter of the Song of Solomon. Black was taken out. And why? Why do some of these virgins remove the word black from the first chapter of the Song of Solomon? Well, it's the same reason why Africa is smaller on a flat map. For if you look at Africa on a world's flat map, you'll see that Greenland is almost the same size as Africa, when in actuality, Africa is 14 times larger than the size of Greenland. But the makers of the Mercator map didn't think so. They didn't feel that Africa was as big as it is. Why? Well, because that was their world's view. Glory to God, help me here today. They didn't want you to know how big Africa really is. And why? Why don't they want you to know how big Africa really is? I don't know. Maybe if you discovered how big Africa is, you may actually discover that Africa was not its original name. For the original name of Africa was Ikubulai, which means the Garden of Eden. But let's move on. When translators translate incorrectly, that's indeed an attack on the Word of God. And beloved, that's nothing new. People have been attacking the Word of God and its validity for years. But did you know when the first attack actually happened on the Word of God? It wasn't yesterday. But it first took place in the Garden of Eden. It was when the devil went up to Eve and said, Have God said, when he knew that God did say. And then he goes on to tell Eve that if she eats from the forbidden tree, she will not die, but actually become like God. Now, wait a minute. She already was like God. I mean, the Bible says that they were created in his image and his own likeness. So Eve fell into sin, not because of the temptation per se, but because of the ignorance of who she was. You see, the devil doesn't want you to know who you are. That's why he wants to keep you from reading the word of God. Just like back in the day, slave owners will keep their slaves from learning how to read in order to keep them enslaved because they know if they learned how to read, they will become educated and eventually set free. That's why the devil doesn't want you to read the word of God, for fear that you may become illuminated and eventually set free. For he who the son makes free is free indeed. But I find it astounding that the enemy is on the attack. So remember, when you see these Bible versions with things pulled out and other things inserted in that has nothing to do with the text, that's just the enemy that's on the attack. So that's why we have to be on guard and not allow the enemy to attack the very thing that's designed to make us healthy, wealthy, and wise. And that's the word of God. For the same words that have created this world are the same words found in the pages of the Bible. Amen. The Word of God says that God did not give us the spirit of fear. Good evening, Jacksonville. This is Keanu Preacher Jr. with some words of wisdom. In this time of the pandemic, people are fearful and they don't know what to do. However, the answer is in the Word of God. Word of God. For the Word of God says that God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. God is the one who's making you fearful. That's the devil. And if you don't have the Lord Jesus Christ residing in you, then you're going to succumb to the devil's tricks. Thankfully, God provides a way for us to receive him. For those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Invite Jesus into your life so that you won't be fearful of anything, and so that you may have eternal life in heaven. Amen. Now, if you don't know the Lord at this time, I'm going to ask you to please search your heart to see if you're found in the faith. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, to whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. 
God doesn't want you in ignorance, for he's the way, the truth, and the life. And he also said that he have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Pray this prayer with me. Oh God, I'm a sinner and need to be saved. Forgive me for all my sins and wash me in the precious blood of your dear son. Save my soul, O oh Lord, and I'll serve you forevermore. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I got a call from an old friend. We laughed about how we had changed. But I could tell things weren't going as well as he claimed. He that I knew the right words to say.
amen, amen, and amen. If you have made that decision today and you would like to reach us or you would just like to contact us, we can be reached at 215-207-5379. Again, we can be reached at 215-207-5379. And we also can be reached at in the word 2020 at outlook.com that's in the word 2020 at outlook.com have you been blessed i've been blessed praying you've been blessed also please tune in next week for another groundbreaking episode of it's in the word can y'all do the preacher please pray us out amen father god we thank you for your mercy and we thank you for your grace we thank you for the opportunity to reach the world with your gospel. Thank you for using us as vessels, Lord God, to bring your word into a dying world. So, Lord, right now, Lord God, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that they'll come to know you, love you, and adore you, and find out who you are truly. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.